Money and Me on Your Money only on Money FM 89.3. Let's talk cryptocurrency. The crypto world was rocked last week as the once influential figure in the industry, Changping Zhao, or CZ, the former CEO of Binance, resigned from the helm after pleading guilty to criminal charges in the United States. Binance is set to pay and forfeit a whopping $4.3 billion in fines, one of the largest corporate penalties in U.S. history, while CZ has agreed to step down. Now, the growing list of high-profile crypto figures being held accountable for misconduct include Alex Machinsky, Do Kwon and Bankman Freed. However, CZ stands out as arguably the most influential in the space. Marcus Thielen, Head of Research and Strategy for Matrixport, joins me live this morning to discuss the fallout. Marcus, good morning. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, good morning. Hello, everyone. What does the historic finance settlement really mean for the wider crypto industry, in your opinion? Well, what does it really mean, right? So we still have the SEC outstanding with 13 accusations. Uh, and I think this agreement that has been achieved so far has been in the works for literally the last two, three years. I think it's, of course, and it, it is an admittance by Binance and CZ himself that they have you know, not follow the rules while they were aware that they had to. Uh, and I think it's going to be quite interesting now if another exchange might gain market share. I mean, so far, we're not seeing this. You know, we are monitoring every day what is the market share for Binance in the spot or mm. derivatives market. But so far, the market uh, share is holding up for them. In terms of, um, you know, expectations ahead, there, are, there have been rumblings on the ground that maybe Korea could gain ground in the global crypto industry as Chinese crypto exchanges falter. What do you think? Well, historically, we have seen when exchanges, you know, they tended to last kind of like two to three to four years at the top. And then there was always like a big uh, rotation. You know, we have seen, of course, um, you know, various exchanges over the years. And here the question is if, if Binance can kind of keep the market share. Hmm. But I would, I would say that Korea is a very local market that is really more focused on, you know, smaller tokens. It's really focused on some altcoins, some, you know, gamification tokens and so on. It's not really that... Bitcoin itself or Ethereum is, is, you know, the largest trading uh, token there. So I think for them, it will be difficult to gain market share. I think there are like other candidates that seem more likely. To that point of whether or not Binance can maintain market share, do you think short term you're going to see a lot of investors move uh, to more regulated, regulated exchanges perceived as more secure? I mean, over the short term, it doesn't seem so. I think over the medium to longer term, I would definitely expect so because the market seems to be changing in the U.S. as well with, with a lot more institutional investors entering the market. Mm-hmm. I think the most interesting aspect here is that Binance has agreed to share basically everything with the U.S. Uh, regulators. So mm-hmm. they have access on any historic trades. Um, and I think when you look historically, what has happened on some of those, you know, Silk Road or Hydra or uh, Alpha Bay, some of the, you know, dark web marketplaces, uh, a lot of the users thought they were secure until the government was able or the regulator was able to take over those, you know, dark places and then basically could figure out who was at the other end of those transactions. So I think that is certainly a risk. And I think if we're seeing that Binance is losing a lot of market share, that would mean that a lot of illicit people have been trading on the exchange up to this day. But so far, we're not seeing this yet. Interesting, that point on whether or not we could see retroactive uh, cleaning up of the industry. Could this then be a good turn of the page for the cryptocurrency industry? I mean, some people are calling for it. I mean, I personally don't think that the majority of the people that have traded on Binance were there for, you know, the, I guess, the, 
the, the lax uh, KYC, you know, your you know your customer um, requirements. I think most people were there because it's, it was a lot, or it is still the largest exchange with uh, with the largest bullet, uh, volume and everything. So people were really there for the liquidity. Um, and I don't think that's going to change in the, in the near term. Do you think this could contribute to a shift at all in perception of cryptocurrencies as a mainstream financial asset, this action, you know, at the Department of Justice and the series of actions against Binance? Um, maybe this action, not specifically, but I think there is already a trend uh, happening in terms of uh, we're seeing a lot of, um, you know, really established institutional investors um, you know, talking up the market, engaging with the market, you know, being on TV, pushing, you know, ETFs and so on. So I think that is a story that is uh, certainly developing. And some people have also argued that uh, we needed to clean the industry from a regulatory perspective. And I think this is definitely what's happening now that you will have more and more of these established regulated exchanges um, really coming into the market and trying to gain then the market share once the ETF in the U.S. is approved. Because I think then, uh, the, the level playing field will change from maybe more, uh, you know, currently I would say uh, retail uh, in, towards institutions uh, for, for next year. So on that point of regulation, can we anticipate any changes in terms of the governance structure of major crypto exchanges? Yes, I mean, certainly. I think everybody is going to comply a lot more with the regulator, especially in the U.S. I mean, even like for Binance, a $4.3 billion fine is, is, is not nothing. I mean, it is. Um, you know, based on, you know, my calculations, it's going to be around one year of the revenues they have generated from, from the spot market. And the spot market is smaller than the derivatives market, but nevertheless, it's very significant. And Binance also has gone through a major shift in terms of number of employees. I mean, they were rumored to have 9,000 employees, now currently 6,000. And, you know, last couple of weeks, it was expected that they would shrink this even more. Um, so, but nevertheless, I would assume that uh, in the end, as the U.S. regulator is really trying to enforce their their securities laws. And again, the SEC is still outstanding. Um, and so far, what we have seen is more on, for example, on the FinCEN, on the foreign uh, asset controls of so dealing with, you know, perceived terrorist and sanctioned countries. So this is still um, for a lot of crypto firms that they have to really strengthen their uh, regulatory oversight. So there will definitely be some changes uh, among all the market players. Can Binance actually survive this setback? Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, Binance has, you know, 150 million customers. And again, they're the largest crypto exchange. We don't see much yet. But I think uh, we just have to like wait a little bit, right? We don't expect, uh, you know, to, you know, the, the tea leaves being, you know, spread out uh, within a day or two. Uh, and as I was saying, historically, we have also seen that, uh, you know, exchanges from Mt. Gox to, to BitMEX and mm. Bitfinex and so on and other exchanges, mm-hmm. uh, you know, FTX, uh, they didn't really last that long. So I think this is uh, technically uh, a part of the crypto industry. So we have to monitor this very closely now. What do you think news of uh, what's happened with Binance, a historic settlement, what do you think that could mean for the BNB token? Well, a lot of the employees at the Binance were actually paid or are still currently paid with BNB tokens. And I think that's, of course, a risk that, that the token might be, you know, sold by, you know, their own employees and by other people who hold them. I mean, again, the token came really from, you know, next to nothing to, you know, trading a bit above uh, 200 uh, US dollars per token. So, um, I think there could be some pressure on it. Uh, it's just a natural uh, evolution of, of the market because, again, the token depends a lot on the trading revenues. If people using, 
you know, the Binance uh, smart chain. Um, and uh, and it's part of De- DeFi uh, this year that actually the liquidity and the volume on, on the DeFi exchanges have actually gone down. Interesting. Well, thank you for your insights. We've been talking about what Binance's woes mean for the wider crypto industry and for crypto shares with Marcus Thielen. He's head of research and strategy for Matrix Port. This is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.